Just in case our name Clit Talk wasn't a disclaimer enough, we wanted to let you know that this podcast is intended for a mature audience only. So if you have any little ones in the room, now is the time to maybe put some earmuffs on or escort them out. Today on Clit Talk, we took a look under the hood as a crew in a special pussy gazing workshop. Pussy, pussy, it's gonna be a good one today, yes. I'm talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk, talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Come on, girls and boys and everyone on the gender rainbow, bring your pussies to the show. Welcome to Clit Talk. The Pleasure Positive Podcast, where badass women discuss everything from orgasms to gender harmony to the health benefits of masturbation, the sex ed you wish you got, and then some. The ladies of Clit Talk just had a very special experience together this morning. Some of us opted out, and we'll talk about that too. The pussy-gazing queen herself led us through an incredible workshop that she goes around teaching all around the world. A few fun facts. She free-birthed her own baby with her husband, and that means having a baby at your home on your own. She has intuitively followed her own pussy instincts to guide women to tap into their wombs, become embodied, and guide us to a whole self-liberation. So pussy on, please welcome Lacey Haynes. Yes. Hello, Clip Talk Women. Hi. So I can give you, do you want me to give you a little background? Yeah. yeah so tell us, so how did you uh, come to start teaching these workshops to pussy gays? Tell us all about yeah, it. Yeah, your journey into this. Yeah, sure. So as you mentioned, I had a free birth. So when I was pregnant and trying to navigate the system, I recognized that the sort of technocratic approach to pregnancy and birth wasn't aligning with the way that I live. And I started to take steps to feel more powerful to make decisions um, about my body, about my baby, and about my pregnancy. And for me, that ultimately involved having a free birth. But for other women, it could involve all sorts of things. Um, and one of the tools that I started to use was I started to look at the space between my legs. And I say the word pussy because that word makes me feel super empowered and juicy and sensual and alive. And I know it can be a bit shocking to hear that. Of course, not on this podcast, I'm sure, but I like to give that disclaimer anyway, that language is really, really important. And when I gave myself a, a powerful word, it really also opened me up in, in new ways. So as I started to look between my legs, I was really asking myself, like, what is my pussy capable of? You know, like, I want to have an extraordinary birth. I want to be able to open up wide and let this baby out. But I hadn't really had, a, you know, a connection with this part of my body beyond maybe like day-to-day -day superficial activities or sexual activities, but not one that felt super deeply rooted in power. And as I began gazing and looking, I started to maybe experience things that I'd I'd kind of tucked away on a cellular level, like shame or self-doubt or uncertainty or sexual trauma experienced by me or inherited through lineage. And it put me on this massive trajectory of um, womb healing and ancestral healing and sexual elevation where I started to have 
really fucking epic sex and I already thought I was having the best sex of my life but then I started to have really really good sex and I was super pregnant and I started like squirting for the first time and all of these things <laughs> all of these things you know <laughs> I don't know if I can I don't know um how much um oh, no, how much no, no, you no. guys want to hear yeah here. nothing oh, is off limits here nothing <laughs> is off limits I didn't think it was I mean that the, the the name of your podcast makes me think that I can say anything um but all of these things that I didn't know were possible were as a result of really deeply connecting with my body. And that's, and that's where it goes, where it's at fundamentally, is connecting with the body to experience more pleasure, more power, more creativity, more wholeness, and to really integrate this part of the body into the wholeness of who we are as women, you know, and deep, just deep healing and, and reverence and excitement. And it, and it changed my life. And then I felt a calling after I gave birth, about a year after I gave birth, to start teaching women this workshop. And I was like, Lacey, no, you can't, you can't do that. Like, go away, idea. Like, that, that idea is not going to fly. And then it kept coming back. And I was like, oh, my God, I have to do this. And I, you know, told a couple of people around me. And they were like, yeah, Lacey, like, I think you can do this. Do it. And, and that was, you know, really all the encouragement I needed. And I launched my first workshop and, you know, I was humbled when I sold one ticket and then all of a sudden it was sold out. And then I did another one and then I got invited to Berlin to teach it. And then I was back in London and it was just exploding. And I really recognized that the time was really ready or the time was really ripe for this kind of work in the world as you guys are experiencing as well. And I recognized, um, you know, that there's hesitation and an uncertainty and a doubt, but it's usually paired with enthusiasm and a curiosity that can't be sated without doing it. And that's what I found with so many of the women who I've who've guided through this experience, um, that we're scared as hell, but we know we have to do it. And it brings us to a deeper place within our bodies and within our power. Yeah, that's, that's really beautiful. And so it was really interesting, right? When we brought the idea of pussy gazing to our cast, it was divided. Some girls were in and ready to do it, and other girls had some reservations. And having been so me, so Sugar, Lindsay, and Katie did the pussy gazing workshop. And we have Crystal in here who really decided it wasn't for her. I'd love to, before we dive into like our experience, because having just done it, I think everybody should do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I'd love to hear from Crystal and Lacey, because I'm sure there's a lot of our listeners out here, out there that hear pussy gazing and they're like, oh, hell no, I'm not doing that. Um, and really just getting some of those fears out of the way so that this opportunity is available to more women. So I'd love to hear from Crystal and from Lacey about like really exactly like what it is so that it takes some of the fear out of it. Because for me, it was a really personal and beautiful experience. It's not like I was spread eagle in front of Katie and sugar. That's not what it was at all. <laughs> I'm sure that's what a lot of people are imagining. So yeah. Yeah. So let's just set the stage then. So for example, in the workshops that I do, women are in a circle and there's a sense of togetherness, but at the same time, there's a sense of privacy. So people can choose how, how open they are or how protected they are. You know, there's blankets, there's pillows, there's props. And of course, there's a massive lead up to it. So we don't just start off with a mirror and it's like, drop your decks, ladies, let's take a look. You know, we, we really get into our bodies. We connect, we, we connect with each other and we create safety. You know, so much of this, we need safety and we need to recognize that we're vulnerable um and for you crystal like to recognize right now too that there's like also no shame in and being like this isn't you know like being like this isn't for me right now so yeah i'd love to hear from you like what your reservations were well i have a mild case of fomo (laughs) 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 and then that was also jomo so it was um 
I definitely visualize a total circle jerk. (laughs) No joke. And I'm like, I'm not fucking doing that. And then I had a little bit of the, maybe I'd be a little interested in doing it, but then how could I tell anybody else outside of this realm? Like, how could I tell actually normal people in my life that I did something like that in a group of girls in a room? So that actually was probably what kept me from it more than... The like once the girls were like, well, there's blankets. You can actually be really private. They 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 kind of got the circle jerk vision out of my head. <laughs> that yeah. it was just like, how do I actually tell other people in my normal world that I did that? I'm just not comfortable with that. So I'm open to listening to this episode and taking what you had and doing it privately, possibly if I'm intrigued. Um, but that's what I found for myself was actually more of the hurdle. Yeah, totally. Social, social conversation and- around it. Yeah, and I've had that experience with other women, you know, at the workshops where being like, you know, nobody knows that I'm here tonight. Like, I wouldn't tell anyone. Um, and being so grateful, too, that they could talk about it with each other and, and then go back to their lives and be like, I have a little secret. You know, no one knows <laughs> Friday night. Um, everyone thinks they stayed at work late or whatever. Um, so I think it's also recognizing, too, that we can have secrets from people. We can do things to empower us or to explore and that we don't need to. We're not obligated to tell other people. Um, and at the same time, yeah, go for it. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I was just... Oh, no. And I was going to say at the same time, like, for me, I started this practice as an individual practice. And it's been really interesting because I've had so many women say to me, like, why the fuck would I do this with other people? I can just do it at home. And that's 100% true. And at the same time... I think the the element of depth that you get when you're guided on a journey into something like this versus just sitting on your own with a mirror and just being like, oh, hey, pussy, what's up? Yeah, check it out. A little bit of hair, a little bit of this. Okay, see ya. Versus actually like going on a journey that's that's about spirit. It's about emotion. It's about healing. You know, it's about so much more than a cursory glance. So I think that's the benefit of doing it. And then also having the sense of connection with each other. So I think you can get lots from doing it in different ways. Well, and that was it too, is I've done um, a couple of different self-healing books. And in one, it's like where you're supposed to stand in front of a mirror and look at yourself. That was really uncomfortable for me. Mm. So I couldn't imagine doing this with other women in the room too. Like that yeah, was also that was present for me too. Yeah, and that makes total sense. And, and it's also holding space for the fact that we're all at very different points in our, our personal journeys, you know, like, yeah. and that's, um, that's an important thing to, to witness and recognize. Yeah. Um, perfect. Well, I think, I think that's great. And I think it's really important to honor, just like you said, where everyone's at in their journeys. Um, so for the, those of us who did do it, I think it'd be really powerful for us to kind of paint a picture. And I know you said you had part of your workshop is after you actually do the sort of meditative gazing, there's some questions that you ask people and partner work. So we're going to sort of mimic that a little bit on air as best we can and talk about our experience so that people have more of an insight if they, you know, want to come and maybe do one of your workshops or interested in this sort of thing. Yeah, great. So first off, I'd love to know um, how you felt before you did it. Like before, what was the anticipation of the experience like? I, I well, I think I said to you right right when we hopped on Skype to do it, I said I'm excited and I'm nervous, and then mm-hmm. I called my sister um, before I did it, and I said, "Well, I'm off to the Clit Talk Studio to do some pussy gazing." She goes, "What is that?" I said, "I really have no idea, but I'm just gonna try it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have mm-hmm. no idea what I've gotten myself into." Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. For for me, it was. Uh, 
I always have this experience going into a clit talk recording where there's naturally resistance. Like I got to be around a bunch of clits tomorrow and I know I'm going to love it when I leave, but I'm naturally always experiencing some sort of resistance. Um, and so I was kind of going through my normal, like oh, I had to go record tomorrow for five hours and be around a bunch of ladies and you know, Dan, we're, we're pussy gazing tomorrow. We're having a private workshop. And I was finding myself being a little bit like, if I were a boy, <laughs> I wouldn't have to do this shit. <laughs> but I looked down in the mirror. I mean, I was just kind of playing with myself. And I, as I was leaving my house this morning, I said to my husband, and we now live with another married couple, and they were in the living room watching uh, a movie this morning together as as brothers that they are now. And I'm like, well, guys, uh, I'm off to the studio to do some pussy gazing. And they're just like, it's the most normal thing. They're like, bye, have a good day. <laughs> so um, so it's like it was a sense of like being uh, like... I always feel like we do, we're doing bold things here at the studio, you know? So for me, it was just like another exploration, <laughs> another, another new An thing to try. Exploration? <laughs> An exploration? An triple exploration? And a triple exploration. <laughs> and I was ready to just take my pants off right away. I think I like said to Katie, yeah. like, <laughs> no, you said to Lacey, you're like, okay, so do uh, we take our pants off now? Lacey's like, no, no, there's like, definitely <laughs> <laughs> We were starting to like, okay, like, we're just naked now. Yeah. <laughs> she was ready. Yeah. Like I was ready for the circle jerk. I was kind of disappointed it wasn't a circle jerk. I know. I love that. I, and I have people arrive at my workshops who are like, who are just like, do I, should I take my pants off right now? And I'm like, oh no, you don't have to. I mean, if you really feel compelled to, but like, we'll, we'll do that later. You know, like that anticipation of just being like, is this the part? Is this, is it now? Is it now? <laughs> well, that was kind of me too. I was like, all right, here, here we, we go. go. <laughs> pants coming off. Like, you know, it's coming. So yeah, <laughs> I thought everyone would be in skirts too. Like, I would think you would want it to be as, like, I could hide it as quick as possible if I want to. <laughs> yeah, at the workshops, generally, people are in skirts. So that just for the ease of um, being able to go from all of the activating exercises that we do, where we're, like, activating connection to pussy and womb and coming into the body, and then you can kind of more seamlessly move up your skirt, do the gazing, pull it back down. Um, so that's generally what we do. But in this instance, I think we were we were flying by flying by the seat of our pants a bit. So I was really excited for this workshop today. Um, my heart is like racing right now because I think you're, the work you're doing is so amazing. And um, mm. so the girls don't know, but I'm pregnant. What? I know. I told you I was hungover this morning because I was really nauseated. Oh, congratulations. Um, congratulations. congratulations. Thank you. Oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> um, so L- Lacey and Lindsay and I kept this a secret for a while. It's been really hard, but I just, um, I wanted to tell everyone on, on during this episode today. And, um, I, um, so I was really excited for it and I did want to share something because I had kind of a scary experience this last week. I'm, I'm really early. So it's like, I'm seven and a half weeks. And, um, last week I, I got some really bad cramping and I started bleeding and it was the day before my um my first appointment with my doctor and um I thought I I thought I was miscarrying and um I was really upset and uh and so was my husband and we were just like you know what like 
were Googling all this stuff. And and my first thought, Lacey, was I'm so glad that I'm doing this workshop on Sunday because I heard that it was a really healing experience. And um and I just wanted to um bring share that because it was um something that I really had to look forward to, whether I was pregnant or not. And mm-hmm. um and and I ended up going to the doctor next day, and I was fine. Like this is totally normal. <laughs> Just for you out there, don't Google anything because there's lots of scary <laughs> shit out there. We were like, so emotional. It was really emotional, and um. So, anyways, but the little one is live and well and moving already. So, wow. um, yeah. So anyways, it's our first clit talk baby. Yeah. Wow. Oh, this is contagious, right? Oh, don't get me pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of you for yeah, you. Yeah, congratulations. Congratulations, Katie. And I think it's so extraordinary because this practice, I mean, doing it and now and um and having this little foundation for you to explore and do throughout your pregnancy it can just bring you so deeply into your power and when you're feeling disembodied or you have questions because basically this is the whole trajectory now of pregnancy birth and motherhood for the rest of your life is like you know being uncertain trying to find your intuition and be in your power it's like these tools really they bring you there you know they they help anchor you in yourself so it's yeah it's wonderful yeah, I'm super grateful for um, just this show and that I get to have this experience with all these women who are my sisters and um, and talk about these things to share with other women yeah. as well. Okay, cool. So, so tell me, so tell me, tell me, <clears throat> tell me the experience of actually, you know, transitioning from doing the 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 sort of activation practices to actually looking at your pussy. Like, what was that experience? What did it feel like? What what came up in your bodies? For me, I, I almost got present to my pussy as this little creature. And it was really interesting before. So there's a portion of it where you say, I'm sorry, um, please forgive me. And that yeah. before you even said that, that was already coming up for me when I really got present to my pussy as this little like creature almost, you know, like this fairy or something. I I thought about all the times that um, I made her do things that, like, I wasn't sure she wanted to do. And I was like, fuck, I'm so sorry. I didn't – it's almost like she took on this existence that I'd never been present to, and I really was sorry. And it was almost like – I guess the best way I can describe it is when you talk about, you know, meditating with your inner child or something like that. It's almost like I felt she was so vulnerable and so delicate and such a like a like a treasure almost and i was like fuck i'm so sorry and i do love you so it was crazy when you had us do that mantra cuz that was already coming up for me and it was wow. like oh i had never been present to her in that way and it was really moving actually thank um, you the warm up exercises for me i loved what you talked about um about how women were kind of conditioned to perform and when you had us moving our hips and um, you kept bringing us back to like, you know, you're not doing this for anyone but yourself. And I found myself being a, more gentle with my body instead of like really trying to like get in there. I was just like, oh, it didn't really like feel good, you know, like 
Um, it kind of made me a little nauseated when I was doing that. So, um, and then when I was just more gentle with myself and you kept reminding us to just do whatever was right for us, um, that was a really good thing because I'm an actor and I'm a performer. So um, I constantly find myself trying not to push any of that. So that was really great to connect that with my heart and my pussy in that moment. Yeah, it was crazy that you were actually on uh, on video with us doing this for the first time, and you weren't. We, we weren't. You weren't facing us, but when you when she said perform, I was like, "Can she see me?" Because I had recognized that before you said that. Naturally, I was going into like this, trying to put something on, and mm. um, you couldn't even see us. But the timing of that was just like so perfect. Um, and I too stepped back into my body and ended up just doing something really cute. Like I, when I was looking at it, like, she just wanted to like, like be a little, like, like just a, a little kid just moving side. You know, when you're a kid and you shake side to side versus yeah. like when you're, as you get older and you dance and you shake side from side, like she was this little girl just wanting to move in an unsexy way. So when Lacey told you, you don't have to perform. I was just yeah, like, yeah. you'd be a little kid right now. Exactly. And I also just want to put in, we were fully clothed at this point. We weren't gazing. It was just more of the the warm-up, warming up our bodies and just starting to, what you said, become embodied before we travel our way down, right? But Lacey mm. wanted to know what it was like when you did gaze. That was her question. Yeah, yeah. Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but that was wonderful too. I mean, and you can talk about both because I think like the, you know, the journey into gazing, it's all equal like you need all of it, you know, the whole, the whole kind of journey is what, um, what's creates the holistic experience. So like, what was the, when you actually saw and looked at yourself for the first time, what, for all of you, what did you see? Like you said, you felt this like creature, um, fairy Lindsay. Yeah. Um, and like, what did, um, what did you guys, the other two of you, um, what revealed itself to you or maybe surprised you? Well, to me, it was when you had us look in our eyes first, like, I was ready to go right down there because I look at my pussy, like, a lot. Um, <laughs> so I, I spend a lot of time with my pussy. And, and you asked us to look at our eyes first, though. And so I was like, okay, slow down. Look look at your eyes. And when I looked at my eyes, it was like I was looking at myself for the first time. And you said, you know, we look at ourselves through a critical lens and just look at yourself. And be with yourself and I was like it was really hard to be with my own um beauty I guess like the raw the real beauty mm-hmm. the one that's like not beautiful on the outside but that's just sitting there behind your eyelids that's <laughs> just like there and then it was such a incredible experience to so then you had us take it from our eyes and then down into our pussy and I was like I didn't even want to look at my pussy at that point because I was just so in my eye gaze with myself. But doing that, had it literally was as if my pussy was what's behind my eyes. Mm. And then the word um, that came up for me is empowered. Um, that, like, literally looking at my pussy, I was just like, this little powerhouse. <laughs> I have put this pussy through so much, as you said, Lindsay, like, times of... Where she was just like, I don't want to, I don't want to. And I'm like, you're doing it, bitch. Like, let's go. So looking at her was just like, she is um, such a little powerful flower. And um, is like, it was like, I felt like my pussy was my 
oh, like this is so weird for me to say because I'm I'm not into woo woo anything. I avidly try not to be, but it was as if my pussy was my spirit, um, mm. the soul that's just like behind your eyes, you know. And then my eyes and my face and my body is just like the body, but like the pussy is like my pussy is my soul. <laughs> it's my soul right there. So that was my experience. And she um, is hairy right now, and I'm on my period. But it was just like it was just like we were one, and um, that was my experience. It was. It was really delicious. Boom. Boom. Wow. <laughs> Drop the mic, sugar. <laughs> um, so I also had, it was interesting that it was hard for me to like look at my face. And it was a lot easier for me to like look at my um, pussy when we were down there. Because I kind of feel like, you know, these last eight weeks have just been really different <laughs> than normal. And, um, and I've really been sleeping a lot and I haven't been able to do my normal activities. And I kind of feel like she's my friend now, whereas before, um, like I really have to, I don't have a choice not to listen to her now mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I'm, my body is like not my own anymore. I'm like sharing my body with another mm-hmm. human creature. creature. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so gazing at her was a really uh, great experience because, and the word that came up for me, you asked us to do a word, was to to trust because I constantly want to like push through, and I and I that's normal for me in my life. Like I just want to like make myself do the things, all the things that I want to do, and um and I just physically haven't been able to these last eight weeks. So. Um, just to trust and to um, be fearless Mm. is what came up for me. Yeah, and I think that's so much of what, you know, so much of what coming into the feminine is. And like, you know, often when we say feminine or femininity or even feminism, like we have so many preconceived notions, um, packaged ideas of what it is to be feminine. And then when you start coming into your body and connecting with your womb, your pussy, and this whole like sacred triangle of power, you start to experience an embodied femininity that perhaps we have never experienced in our life because we've been performing and we've been taking on a femininity that's been, you know, packaged and sold to us. Um, so this becomes like an authentic expression of who you truly are as a woman. <clears throat> and at that core is about trust and it's about cultivating your intuitive powers. And it's about really recognizing that you have the answers and that you have a deep seed of wisdom inside of you. Um, if only you access tools, you use tools in order to access it. And this is you know, one of these tools that you can use. You said something. What is this sacred triangle thing? What? Mm. <laughs> Tell me more about that. Yes, please. Let's get into the triangle. <laughs> so this is a word that I've, uh, this is just like a word that I've, I've kind of created to express the, the space that moves from the point of the pussy basically to the hips and then across to encompass the womb. So it's like this triangle of power that holds the energy of the pussy and the energy of the womb. So if we, if we see pussy as pleasure and we see womb as creation, then we have this entry point through the pussy into creativity, whether that's creating art, whether that's creating a life you love, or whether that's creating babies, and then this exit point out of the pussy out into the world. So I like to kind of view the sacred triangle 
the point of the pussy up that if you can really root yourself in pleasure and if you can connect to your pussy which if we're going to also you know you can talk in an energetic sense if you um if you you know know chakra philosophy and i can just really simply say there's like the root chakra so it's an energetic spiral in the body that's at the base and then the second chakra is where the womb is so if you're kind of connecting to ancestry your your people yourself your body your place in the world and you're connecting to your your place of creativity and you really anchor your life in this place then it gives you the utmost soul power so the utmost power to express who you are in the world if you can really fucking anchor yourself in this place and really take your pleasure seriously take your creativity seriously and recognize that these are no longer liabilities as a woman these are actually what make you powerful. So we needn't try to be the masculine any longer. We needn't try to be equal by being the same. Instead, we find equality by being authentically who we are, Ugh. finding our authentic power. Mic drop. Sacred <laughs> <laughs> so, triangle. Sounds awesome. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> That's amazing. And it, and it, at the end, you know, you really ask us like, I don't know the exact words that you used, but we went into a, a place of now that we were really connected to this sacred triangle, what did we want to manifest? Mm. And um, for me, what really came up is just, like you said, this allowing of of who I really am to come through in, rooted in, in, in this new connection that I had found. I don't know if that makes sense, but... 100%. Yeah, it does. Yeah. So that was that was really powerful as well. So you were, so I want to ask, what was it like? Like, what's can you walk through the workshop a little bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. Generally, I welcome people, and everyone kind of welcomes each other and laughs about being there. And you know, the sense of camaraderie is kind of created, and the and the lightness of it too. You know, because I really, I think it's really important that we're doing this kind of deep, immense work to also go to the other side of the spectrum, which is like levity and play and humor. Um, so from there, we start to get into our bodies. We do a lot of breathing. So I'm, you know, my background into embodiment is through um, performance kind of first. And then second was my introduction to yoga and meditation. And then, you know, teaching that and, and doing that for the last decade. So I use a lot of those tools to bring people into the space and into their bodies. So we do lots of breathing. We do some like tactile connections. So you place your hand on your pussy just over your clothes to like start to invite yourself into connection. And then we do some movement. So usually in the workshops, there's some, there can be some dance or some sort of like, you know, embodied movement. Um, and also I leave lots of space for what comes up. So for me, one of my big practices in life is now that I ha- I've cultivated this connection, like how can I, how can I act in the world from a place of spontaneity? What's being born right now? So sometimes things come through that I haven't done before and we just try them. And then eventually, once everyone's kind of become comfortable, then we, then we invite in the gazing portion. So we connect to our mirrors, we connect to our faces as the, as the women expressed here. And then we eventually gaze for a chunk of the workshop and there's all sorts of little journeys that we go on while we're gazing so it's not just looking you know we're kind of looking for different things and inviting different ways of connecting um and then at the end we integrate you know we do some some breathing and and everyone kind of talks and connects and we do some sharing and um and yeah just try to create a really holistic experience where people feel held and safe and also supported and excited and also like you can't do this work you know, often I get the question, it's like, how do you deal with trauma? You know, because so many people have experienced trauma. Like, it's just a 
sad and awful fact. And if we haven't experienced it, we carry it in our DNA from our ancestors who have experienced it. So it's in us. It's in us on a cellular level. And you cannot do this work without addressing the fact that it's there and that it will come up. And if we haven't processed it, it will continue to arise and it will continue to call on us until we do start to recognize it. And I never ask women to deny it. And in these workshops, it's not, it's not a therapy, but it is a space to allow yourself to experience what needs experiencing and then also invite in a new storyline. You know, like to start rewriting and recreating a story for you of how you want to be in this world going forward with the story that you've come with and then with the one that you want for yourself. Beautiful. So, so Crystal, now having heard about this, are you more open to a pussy gazing workshop or is it still like, how do, how do you feel after having heard this conversation? I'm curious. Um, I think it's empowering for sure. And it's like, well, that really could have been nice to have had that experience. And I would still probably want to be doing it privately. Yeah. yeah. So, but I, I can uh, commend you ladies for taking it on. Well, you know me, I was like, disappointed when I found out it wasn't cir- more of a circle jerk. <laughs> like I wanted I to visualize be- <laughs> the toothbrush story. That's, that's yeah. a different workshop. I know. Sugar. It's a different I, know. I need but to work I, on that one. It, if it wasn't so cold though, I probably would have, uh, I mean, we were all under blankets, but it was so cold and it was, but it was like cozy. It wasn't sexual, which, you know, I sexualize almost everything at any yeah. time. <laughs> It was really surprising to see how not sexual it was. It wasn't sexual, and at the same time, it was a very personal experience for me. There was a sense of um, sensualness, but Mm. it was a very gentle, feminine, um, personal sensualness, Mm. like not sexual. It was like I did feel energy building up in my pussy, and I think it's because I was noticing her. So I would say it was a personal sensual thing, but definitely not sexual. Yeah, it was like connect. It was an intimate. It was very intimate Mm, without that sort of sexual fling on it. Yeah. Did you guys feel like you wanted to touch her? Did you have a sensation of just wanting to put your hand? I did touch her. I touched her. Okay, I touched her too. (laughs) (laughs) I did. I did masturbate this morning, though, intentionally, because I was like, I should at least be doing something. (laughs) (laughs) So that was a choice, a conscious choice. (laughs) I wanted to add just a couple of things that I think are, are fun. So I've had, you know, I've had women ask me, to be like, can we do workshops where we look at each other? And I've had many women ask me that because that's women what once I thought they've looked at their own. Happen at first. <laughs> what? No, Say that's again? what I thought was going to happen at first. I thought yeah. people were going to be looking at each other. I'm like, I'm not <laughs> doing that. No, I literally <laughs> built a little fort for me and my pussy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was just us in there. Oh my God. So I've asked women, women, many women have asked because they are so curious about seeing each other's. And then I've also had, you know, depending on where I'm teaching it and and what the energy is, like some women really, you know, create little forts for themselves and some don't, you know, like some people are just like finding every position, they got the leg up and they're just, you know, so it all depends and, there, and we can hold space for all of it. You know, we can hold space for, for privacy and for how we feel in this moment. And sometimes you're feeling more like cozy and sometimes you're feeling more expressive and expansive. So I think that's also an exciting part is that however you are in any given moment, you can bring that, you know, like the, you can bring that to these, this workshop, but you can also bring that to life. And that's something that we all, 
need to start practicing more as like, you know, as a, as a, as a bomb to this performance that we're often doing where we're bringing certain parts of ourselves that we feel are appropriate to certain situations. Like even through these exercises, we learn to start being who we truly are and allowing ourselves to express ourselves in any moment. Yeah. I, I definitely see. I hope that you come and do a, a workshop. Either we can travel to where you're doing it or you come to the United, to LA and do one. I, oh, I that do would be see. Fantastic. It, yeah, it would be so cool to do it. I would love to see the difference of the women. Like, I think if there was a woman who was just kind of out and like open, it might encourage me to be out of my fort a little bit. And what an experience that would be just to have that synergy of the different women in the room would be really cool. Mm. Yeah, totally. And I'm hoping my plan, um, and we'll see how I go, but I, I plan to have a, have a digital version of this, um, oh, available in the near future. So, 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 so Crystal, you can That's access good. that and, um, and your audience as well. Cool. Thank Beautiful. You. Just for our listeners, so you're Lacey Haynes. How can they connect? I know that as soon as she has a digital version, we'll be definitely sharing it with our audience. Yeah, um, wonderful. But, but for those of our listeners who are in the London or the Berlin area or wherever you do your workshops, what is the best way for people to connect with you to stay, you know, to learn about your upcoming workshops and, um, you know, anything that you have for them, social media, website? Yeah, great. So I've got my website, LaceyHaines.com, um, and I'm sure that'll be attached as well. My Instagram is at VeryLacey. Hopefully by the time this airs, I'll have the um, the Pussygazing um, workshop available and um, and some wonderful opt-ins on my website that you can download for free that will help you on your pussy-rific, pleasure, fantastic creative journeys. Perfect. Beautiful. And um, yeah, and we'll definitely, like we said, for all of our listeners out there, we will keep you updated on everything Lacey coming coming forward because it That's was definitely wonderful. something I, I really, it was a really profound experience for me. And I really just thank you so much for taking, you know, hour out of your day. She she had to put her little one to bed. It's it's like seven o'clock at night there in London and she really she really made space for us. So we are really, really appreciative of it and thank you so much. Oh, you're so welcome. It was such a pleasure. It was a fun experience. Yeah. Um, I should add, um, I have a course, an online course called Whole, um, where we do do pussy gazing and I'm actually launching um, kind of the 2.0 in January, late January. So it will probably synchronize with this. So I do have an online course that's um, really in-depth with a lot of the philosophies, the sacred, sacred triangle philosophies, a lot of womb activation, ancestral healing, all of this stuff wrapped into one huge exploration. So that's another outlet. Oh, amazing. Awesome. Perfect. Okay, Wonderful. Great. Let's do a little pussy activation. All right. Woo. Actually, let's do a little full sacred triangle activation. Yeah. Let's just, let's just, let's just get into it. We're warmed up. All right. Yeah. You guys are primed. Um, so sitting with your legs apart, you know, often as women, we sit with our knees together. Um, we try not to take up much space in the world. We don't even realize that we're doing it. So I want you to kind of open your legs and feel a sense of expansion and rootedness. Yeah, good, through this part of your body. And I know it's awkward and perhaps a bit radical of an invitation, but I'm going to ask you, the listener, to cup your pussy with your left hand. And place your right hand below your navel on your womb. And you can give yourself a little sigh if any contraction has come into the body. Like, just let it go. And you can close your eyes. And I want you to breathe these 
big, juicy, exaggerated breaths that descend past your lungs and go all the way into pussy space, into womb space, and create a sense of energy, a sense of connection to this part of your body. This part of your body might get very little attention and you might spend a lot of time holding your belly in. So really let your womb, like, let it go, soften, let your belly take up space, and at the same time, let your pussy really fall into your left hand and feel that sense of warmth and connection. And I want you to soften your jaw and soften your throat because there's this extraordinary line of connection, and if we can express our voices and we can soften our jaws and we can create more opening and softness in our cervixes and in our pussies. So I'm going to guide you through three deep, expansive breaths. Exhale everything out and exhale from your belly and your pussy like you're pressing the air out. And then I want you to take a really big exhalation all the way down. Feel your pussy drop into your hand and let it go with a long sigh. Yeah, good. Inhale, fill up. A sense of delight. And let it go. Mm, Feel the warmth in your hand as you take your last really big breath, inviting in energy. It's like you're refreshing your pussy, rebooting your womb. (sighs) You can take a couple of normal breaths now. And give yourself permission to start living from this place and start being curious about what it might be to take your pleasure seriously and take your creative creativity seriously. And to recognize that this part of your body needs attention. It needs reverence. It needs your love and respect. And that your stories of shame and your disconnection, your numbness, your uncertainty... It's all valid. It all makes sense. And at the same time, in order to feel fully free in your life, it's time to start writing a new narrative for yourself. Last breath. Good. You can take your hands away. Now you can clap for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Lacey, for coming on. I look forward to um, exploring some of your digital programs and standing in you coming here to Los Angeles one day, and um, we'll support you in a workshop. Um, Thank you, Clitorati, as always, for listening to Clit Talk, the Pleasure Positive Podcast. As always, you can hit us up on our Instagram, at Clit Talk Show. And if you love Clit Talk, please subscribe and share it with your friends. Um, If this episode in particular you think would make a difference for anyone, Definitely make sure you share it with them, um, men or women. And as always, we will see you next Tuesday. Pussy. 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 Pussy.